0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Into the Light podcast with Aaron and Bray. We were just actually just Bray just turned on our first episode, and
1: it's actually very. Horrible. I almost threw up with how awkward our intro was. Uh, I
0: hope it's gotten a little bit better since then. I don't think it <laughs> We are so excited today to welcome. One of our friends, Bray, do you want to introduce her?
1: Yes, this is Bethany Jacobs. Um, Bethany is in our ward, and as 35% of the people we interview. Yeah. However, Bethany is probably the most joyful person to be around on earth. <laughs> She's so sweet and so kind and so happy all the time. And you're just it's contagious. Like when you're around her, it's just so contagious.
0: It really is. I was thinking earlier about the people that we've interviewed. Um, I was like, mostly just everybody that has had an impact on our lives. On our lives. lives, yeah. Let's dig a little bit deeper and find out where this impact actually comes from. <laughs> so welcome to the podcast, Bethany. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Bethany, Beth... This is totally not her jam, <laughs> first so of sorry. all. Yeah, Bethany is tell? so outside of her comfort zone right now. <laughs> we love it. Killing it okay. over here. It's okay. <laughs> no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to embarrass you, right? you a little bit more, actually, because oh, I wanted to share this experience. Okay. And I told Bray this last week or the Mm -hmm. week before Mm -hmm. about what we were going to talk about with you. Um, I think it was like last September or last October. So a while now, it's been like four or five months where I just, I mean like decently recently gotten over broken up with somebody that I really loved. Um, And it was a Saturday and I was feeling really crappy. I was feeling like just having a pity party, just feeling lonely and I know that we had been planning, so like you and Gabby and Trevor and a couple of friends, we were all planning on going to the quarry to climb that night. But I remember that whole day, I was just like feeling so crappy. And like up until the point that I left even when I left to go climbing, I was like, Man, I'm just feeling really lonely right now. And just not feeling like being around people. And I'm like, I made a commitment. I need to follow through and like go climbing. And I remember like I don't remember the last time where I felt that low before. And it was just just a myriad of different things that was contributing to that feeling of like darkness. Um, Anyways, I walk into the quarry and y'all are already sitting there at the front desk. And I remember just opening the door and Bethany was like the first one that I saw. And she just has the biggest smile on her face. And she's like, Aaron, I'm so happy to see you. And she came up and gave me a hug. And it was like, the biggest contrast in feelings that I've probably ever felt in my life from the darkness that I was feeling before that time, which I feel like I'm a pretty positive, like bright person but I was feeling not bright at that time. And then just from that five second interaction of seeing Bethany and Bethany came up and gave me a hug. I remember going home that night and I was like, that literally is like a paradigm shifting thing for me. Like I want to be more like Bethany because (laughs) even just having that brief interaction brightened my day Mm. So so much, and ever since then, I've been waiting to have you on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, I mean, yeah, we'll, I mean, he brought it up to me. Yeah, we'll go deeper into we'll that. go deeper into it as well. But Bethany is seriously one of the brightest people in the world. Think real.
1: about Christ's life; that's a walking Bethany.
0: Yeah, honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> Bethany's just shaking her head right now. Um, I did want to share just one scripture. I know I've shared this before on the podcast but this is one of my favorite scriptures and Bray loves the scriptures too, because it talks about eyes. Um, but <laughs> in the Savior's sermon on the Mount in Matthew, you know, five, six, and seven in chapter six, some of my favorites, probably my favorite scriptures ever. And this is my favorite scripture ever. Um, verses 20 to 22. It says, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor dust, nor ruth, rust, death corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. And we know, like, nobody's full of light all the time. We know Bethany has hard days and sad days and days where she's feeling dark herself. But if anybody kind of defines that whole body full of light in my life and probably Bray's life right now, it's Bethany Bethany. Jacobs,
1: yeah, (laughs) for sure.
0: So that was a really long intro. (laughs) Now we want to hear from the person that we brought on the podcast, for sure.
1: We want to hear about Bethany, and to be honest, me and Bethany were talking when Aaron was dealing with his tech issues, and (laughs) (laughs) and we're like, we don't, we've been in the ward together like the same time about a year and a half, and we don't know a whole lot uh, about each other. So let's get into it. Yeah. Shall we? Let's do it. Okay. So, Thank Bethany, you. we want you to kind of first start off with, like, your childhood. Kind of, how'd you grow up? Your siblings? Were you guys very active? Like, as a family unit, how was your spirituality when you were growing up, et cetera? And we can ask more questions.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm a grew up in California. I feel like we were all really active people. I mean... My parents have always been a really a really big influence on our activity in the church. I know we went to church every week. Um, my parents always encouraged us to go to every single activity. It's like and I feel like that was a really big influence on me going up to college cuz it was like you always go to church. It wasn't like a question, should I go to church today? It was just like you always go to church. Mm-hmm. And it was like it wasn't like should I go to mutual, it was just like the Wednesdays I like young women's and young men's activities now. yeah, It wasn't, like, a question. It was just, like, you go, you know. That's just what mm-hmm. you do. And then same with seminary. Like, all of the things. Like, you just, you do it. It just wasn't even, like, a thought, you know.
1: Yeah. Was it, like, an expectation from your parents? Or was it more of, like, well, my parents want me to do this, but, like, I actually want to do it, too?
2: Um, I mean, that's how I felt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like our parents, I mean, it was an expectation, I think, a little bit. But, like, also it was, like, because they shared like their love for the gospel and it's like it wasn't like oh we all have to go to church it's like we all want to go to church together is how it felt for me at least beautiful love Love that
0: that. did you uh do you feel like you're more similar to one of your parents than the other or is it kind of like a mix
2: (laughs) i feel like i feel like a mix i feel like Sometimes I'll be like going about my day and I'll be like, oh my goodness, I just did this. And it's like my mom, like, wow, we're like the exact same person. And then like, I'm like looking at my life and then I'll like be going about my day the next day and I'll do something just like my dad and I'll see like everything in my life. And I'm like, I'm just like my dad. (laughs) And I'm like, and I love it. I'm like, I should tell him. I'm like I feel so blessed. I'm like wow, <laughs> like my
0: dad, <laughs> so That's cool. Awesome. He's so
2: cool. My mom's so cool. I'm so cool now. It's like my
0: parents, you know. I love that. Uh, so you, are you a? Because I feel like you're a naturally more introverted person, right? Yeah. You don't, you don't love getting outside of like your shell, things like that. Is yeah. that more similar to one of your parents than the other?
2: Uh, definitely my mom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <She's laughs> yeah, we 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 relate. <laughs> yeah, totally I, is your dad pretty extroverted? Um, He's like an ambivert, so he's like really good at like chatting with like the big crowds and like he'd always go to all the I think that was like a really big influence on me too because like my mom is super super good at just like chatting with people one-on-one and just like loving them and, oh. and like that individual and and I mean, like both ways, you know. Like she also is good at like with big crowds, but and same like vice versa with my dad, where like he's really good one on one, but he's like super amazing just yeah. like chatting with like everyone and just like loving every person in a room, you know. That's, a, that's an really a awesome difference to have.
1: I really, I yeah. Really well, you can see them. both
0: in Bethany too. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh. <laughs> so what? Uh. Back to like your childhood. How do you feel like you would. Describe the relationship that you had to Heavenly Father back when you were younger, maybe elementary, junior high, high school age Just Um, before kind of your college life
2: um, I feel like I was I always tried really hard to be close to Heavenly Father It was it natural for you to be
1: obedient and to follow the rules or is it more of just like I don't know, you were just kind of like, oh, well, I don't really want to, but I'll do it anyway. If <laughs> Bethany
0: comes out and says that she was rebellious as a child, I'm my mind's going to be blown. <laughs> I want to know. I, that's going to break every stereotype that I ever had about Bethany. <laughs> I, did,
2: I did enjoy being obedient. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I remember like experiences of like being really young and just being like, like I remember like my mom and dad were so good at like teaching us how to incorporate the gospel into our lives. Like I remember my I was probably like 5 or 6 and my brother he was like 4 he was so little and he like so little, and he had glasses, four years old. He was so cute, and he, like, lost his glasses, and we couldn't find them (laughs) anywhere, and so my mom was like, okay, well, what should we do? Should we pray? Let's all pray together, you know, and so we all sat down and said a little prayer, and then I just, like, had this thought in my head, and I was like, we haven't checked. We should, like, go check. There's, like, this little, like, toy we had, and I was like, I need to go check that toy, you know, and so then... I like ran over and there was just like somehow like in the toy. Who knows how it got there, (laughs) but it was there. And I remember being like, wow, Like heavenly father just told me like where that was exactly. You know, like he spoke to me and I feel like I've tried to be able to have that with me ever since. Tried. (laughs) It's not always.
0: Miracles still happen. That's that's right. That's awesome. Yeah. So was it, is it natural for you to kind of be a positive, uplifting, Um, happy-go-lucky person?
2: I, a little bit, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like just, like, naturally, like, most days, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like when I'm, when I'm doing a good job of, like, reading my scriptures and saying my prayers, always, it's always natural to, like, be happy.
1: Does it ever get hard?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and explain
1: yeah. to us that process in your head. Because it's um, probably going to look a lot different than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
0: love to do this,
2: too. Um. Some days, yeah, it's it's hard. And I actually, I mean, I have type 1 diabetes, right? And so sometimes when my blood sugar is high and, like, <laughs> oh, really? yes, yeah, so like, my when my blood sugar is really high, then I, like, for some reason, it, like, the chemicals, like, make me super irritated and, like just, like, angry and upset about everything, like, every little thing bothers me, and so sometimes I'll be, like, sitting there talking to someone, and I go, I'm so sorry, am I being the worst right now? I, (laughs) I'm pretty sure I'm, every response I'm giving you is, like, so mean, and I'm, like, trying so hard to, like, not let it affect me, because I know it's not anything that's happening. Yeah. I know it's all me, you know, (laughs) and so, and then, and most of the time, they're, like, wait, what? You're irritated? <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, okay,
1: good. <laughs> You're like, I you know? didn't come
2: off that way. Like, yeah, yeah. But, like, it used to be, like, before I knew that I had diabetes, but I had it, you know, like, before I was, like, diagnosed and was, like, on insulin and everything, so my blood sugar was just always high. My family was just like, man, those, like, adolescent years are going to be rough for this kid. <laughs> <laughs> really? They
0: thought yes. that
2: about you? <laughs> I was, like, the worst. I was always angry. Oh man, like my sister, she was like, I remember one time I like went up to you and I complimented your outfit and then you got so mad. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) because I like was just like always like everything was like distorted in my mind, you know? And so now I'm just like, I feel like diabetes has taught me so much to just be like more aware of what I'm thinking and like, because a lot of the time it's not what's going on around you. It's like how you're choosing to, to be. And you can't control how you feel because that's, that's not something you can control, but you can re- control the way you like respond to situations and react.
0: That's gold. That is gold. That's a real <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel like you've come to that conclusion that you can control how to respond to the way you're feeling? Or what are some um, ways that you do that, I guess, actively in your life?
2: I guess I just – I think I, I try to, like, pause, you know, before I do anything if I notice that I'm, like, upset or – because even sometimes you're just, like, stressed. And, and I don't do a perfect job. I mean, man, I, I'm the worst sometimes. <laughs> but <laughs> um, I I try really hard to be, like, just – I don't know. I'm just, like, aware. Just I feel like – if you're just more aware of what's going on mm-hmm. cuz sometimes you can just go live your life but you're not like aware of how you're what you're doing, you know,
0: and how you're feeling. Yeah. I don't know. It's no, hard to put into
2: that. words. <laughs> well, I think
1: it's it's definitely like the natural man. What's the natural man and what's Yeah. fighting natural, the natural man is man. to
0: react to yeah. exactly how you're feeling. Exactly. Whereas yeah. I feel like the unnatural man is to respond in a positive way Mm -hmm. to whatever way you're feeling and positive not being like happy or optimistic but positive as in like growth wise not degrading yourself or others things like that
1: yeah Yeah. i i just came back from the temple and there's just this line this one liner and it's just your faithfulness based on your faithfulness and that's the gospel for you in a nutshell how well Mm -hmm. are you doing are you being faithful? You mm-hmm. get points. And I feel like sometimes we're really hard on ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just got to be faithful. And that's it. It's <laughs> real simple sometimes, you
2: know? Yeah.
0: Is it is it something that you deliberately try and do to like smile at people as you walk past them or say hi to people? Yeah,
1: or is that um, just something
0: you do?
2: I think... I, I do deliberately try to do that. Honestly, Erin, you've helped me so much because I was always I'm – <laughs> I'm, like, so self-conscious about, like, my, like, teeth and my smile. I don't know why, you know. I've had, like, this, like, like weird things with my teeth and, like, gotten them fixed, you know. And so I've always, like, been self-conscious about that. And every time I, like, have, like, smiled, Erin, every single time you go, oh, I just love your smile. And I'm just like, what? What? <laughs> I, smile?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's so it's I it's just pure, smile so genuine. much more. You can tell that when yeah. you smile, it's like it's coming from a place where you want to you smile. You actually care. No, You're not really just sweet.
1: superficially smiling at people because it's the thing God wants you to do. That's Aww. that's important too because yeah.
0: I've been reading a book um, that Carl Rogers wrote who's a super famous therapist and he talks about how the most positive and where you grow the most in relationships is where you act pretty much in a way that you're being genuine to how you're feeling about a certain situation.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And I think that's one of the main reasons why people feel the way they do around you is because you're genuinely feeling those things.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree.
0: How long, how long have you been doing that? Um, Where you smile just (laughs) at people as you walk by. I'm just so curious, like honestly.
2: Well, I remember like, Growing up, maybe it was a general conference. I can't remember. But it's something, like, my mom pointed out to us, I think. It was, like, while we were watching or something. And it was saying how, um, like, you can just do little acts of service for people, you know, throughout your life and just throughout your day. It doesn't have to be, like, these big things. And that's something I've always been, like advocate of I guess it's just like it's in the small and simple things small and simple service and it was like when you walk past somebody you know just smile at them you know and like give them a wave say hello and so I'm I feel like I've Tried to like incorporate that into my life. Yeah, because I know that whenever like I see someone and they smile at me And I'm like me like every time <laughs> like you smile at me and I'm like What <laughs> you know me and you are even if it's just like a random person, you know, yeah Or like cuz I don't even know like walking walking like across like I mean I go to be where you like across campus, you know, and you see people and they're all just like flat face straight, you know,
0: face straight face
2: yeah AirPods in. yeah and you make you eye contact with, yeah you like make eye contact with somebody and you both like look away like oh that was you know <laughs> <laughs> but like sometimes <laughs> <You know? laughs> <You know?
0: laughs> oh totally that's so relatable
2: <laughs> but like sometimes like sometimes i totally do that and i'm like i'm not in the mood yeah but yeah. sometimes i'll be like no, we're going to smile today. Today we're smiling. And I like make eye contact with someone and I smile at them and I try to hold the contact until they like look up and smile back, you know. And then they both, they seem like so much happier all of a sudden. And they like keep smiling, you know. Yeah. And both of us keep smiling as we like keep walking, you know. It's just like. It's
0: beautiful. Oh, wow. That's that's a human thing. That's a yeah. human thing.
2: Because like, oh. How can you
0: not? <laughs> feel at least, you don't have to physically smile, but how can you not feel at least a little bit happier when someone gives you a genuine smile That's that you don't true. even yeah. know, right?
2: Yeah. And like, even I feel like when you're like, have you ever seen somebody just like on the phone or like chatting with friends and they're laughing so hard or something or they're smiling so mm-hmm. wide yes. and then it just makes me, it's it's it makes you smile. You're <laughs> yes. like, they're having such a good time.
0: Yeah. That makes me happy. Yes, <laughs> yeah. You're like I'm
2: call my
1: mom
2: now. She'll I go. know, like, yeah,
1: yeah. That is so true. Like, like, I'm, I'm so happy. Zig Ziglar has a
0: quote where yeah. he's like, they were smiling so wide they could fit a banana sideways in there. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've always loved that. That's it's so, it's so awkward and weird. Take <laughs> 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 <That's funny. laughs> Was it was it hard for you at the beginning to kind of intentionally do that?
2: Um, a little bit, yeah. Cause yeah, I am. I mean, I am an introvert, and so I I do like be like don't look at me mm-hmm. <laughs> my natural instinct is to be like please no one notice that i'm even here <laughs> you know I'm like walking the opposite.
0: <laughs> bray and bethany are so different it's <laughs> insane sweet.
1: well we're both happy people like in we great ways smile. yeah in great
0: ways you're different in great it's ways but i did like... not
1: think that I'm like, everyone needs to know i'm here because i did not come just for the yeah <laughs> I did not just come <laughs> and get out of my comfy bed just for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when yeah. did, when do you feel like has it gotten easier over time as you've tried to do that more consistently?
2: Um, yeah. And it just th- seems like it's part of you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think, well, okay, so, I mean, when I came up here, it was like the time, it was like COVID time and everything was like locked down. Nobody's allowed to talk to each other, you know? And I was like, well, this is going to be rough because like, I know I need friends. I need to make friends going out to college, and I'm going to be sad just, like, completely alone. You know, even though I'm an introvert, like, I'm going to be sad completely alone up here at college with no family, you know, no one to, I mean, I hung out with my sister, like, an insane amount. Like, I hang out with her a lot now. Like, you should have seen back then, you know, it was (laughs) so much. Yeah, it's like, constantly there, like, six hours a day. (laughs) She got... (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, it's a lot. I'm just kidding. But, um, but like I made a commitment to myself because they always talk about, um, like in general conference and just like profits, um, they always talk about how to do, if you want to like make something happen, you got to make a game plan beforehand, right? And so I was like, okay, here are my goals. Here's my plan. I have to go to every single activity just like I did at home, wow. you know? I was like, if there's an activity, I need to go to it, you know. Mm-hmm. And so doing that, all of a sudden, it was like, it was like insanely hard. So hard, you know. I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my whole life. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know no one. And I'm like, and I don't want anyone to look at me either. And I'm just like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, this is the worst. Like, this
0: is a lose-lose situation. <laughs> For <real? right? laughs> Not
2: like it. And then I was like, okay, well, I also need to talk to people here. Now that I'm here, so I just try to like approach you and be like, "Hey, <laughs> <You know? laughs> how's it going?" <laughs> and then, <laughs> um, that's hilarious.
1: Um, can I just say too? Yeah. I knew you before. You've always been a super, super, super happy person, but when I found out that you went through the temple on random Saturday and got your endowment out i feel like your happiness was like times a Oh, it really was <laughs> and i kind of want to know why one you wanted to get endowed and two you got like your happiness just changed completely like what what is it in the temple that you're like dang you probably can't share it
2: but <laughs> go into um details, but just- <laughs> yeah what
0: what made you want to get endowed
2: well, I've been wanting to get endowed, like, basically my whole life. Like, I remember being 17 in high school, being like, can I get endowed now? Like, you know, I was like, I'm so ready. I just want to be in God's temple, you know. And and every time I prayed about it, Heavenly Father said, not yet. You can't do it yet, you know. And it's the same thing when I was trying to get my patriarchal blessing. I was so pumped to get my patriarchal blessing and Heavenly Father said, "Not yet." You know. And I was like, "But why?" <laughs> and then like I would I waited and then I don't know why, but for some reason that was the time and I prayed about it again. He said, "Yes, you can get your patriarchal blessing." And then for this one though, it was like a lot longer cuz that was like 6 months later for the endowments. You know, I'm like I was like 20. I mean, it's same, you know, it's like this last year or something, Mm -hmm. and I really, really had been wanting it for a long time, and I was in a place where I was like, I felt like I used to be so close to God, and I was like, and I I am like kind of close to Him, like I, I still have that same love for Him, and I know that He still loves me, but I just felt like I used to like, I don't know if I, I mean, I kind of said a little bit of this, we talked about it at like state conference, I think, but... I felt like there's like there used to be like this like string that like attached me to heavenly father and like like we were just like connected, you know. And and I felt like for some reason it was just gone and I felt like I couldn't like just like feel him there as much anymore. And I was like this is so sad because I love heavenly father so much and I'm trying and I just he's not, I he's I know he's there, but he, he's not like there. And I was just like praying so hard. And I was just like, Heavenly Father, please tell me what can I do, you know, to like feel that connection again. And then he was like, well, you could get in doubt. And I was like, what, <laughs> I can't, really, wow. no, <laughs> you sure? Um, and so then, and I like prayed about it a lot after that because I was like, you said no before. So I just want to be absolutely certain it's okay. <laughs> You're okay with that. And then I was like, okay, so the answer is yes well, what can I do to, um, like, prepare myself? Because I was like, if I'm going to go to his temple, I need to, like, be prepared and, like, worthy to enter his temples. And so I was like, okay, um, well, I need to, like, first off, like, get it scheduled, right? (laughs) You know? (laughs) And (laughs) so. (laughs) The logistics. Yeah. So I, like, went to Bishop and. We uh, got a schedule, and he's, like, telling me about it, and um, <laughs> he's like, so, because I went to, like, go get a scheduled, right, and I can't remember if, oh, yeah, because the first interview wasn't, it wasn't like an interview, it was just, like, him being like, okay, so you want to get endowed, let me tell you about it yeah. so that you can think about it again, you know, and he was, and then, like, at the end, he was like, and you can, like, as soon as you could do it is, like, four weeks, just because, like logistics wise you know Mm -hmm. he's like but you could like do it in like a year or you know like whatever you want and I'm like cool and in my head I'm like I already know it's gonna be like the soon as (laughs) possible because in my heart I could just feel that I was like I need I was like I wish it could be tomorrow you know I was like I need to be in the temple I could just like feel it and so it was just like this like battle of time Mm -hmm. to get to the temple (laughs) and I was so pumped I was like okay well if I can't be in there now then I can do everything I can to be there without being there you Mm -hmm. know Mm -hmm. and so my parents were kind enough to like do a little phone call with me every week or like every day I can't remember but we did a little discussion and just talked about and talked through the uh temple preparation thing Mm -hmm. yeah and that was so good because it just like brought the spirit into my life and just like simply I remember it was like the first time we did our discussion and I felt like that small string like attached I don't know how to describe it but it just feels like a literal like string attaching you know attaching you to God and I was like oh (laughs) we're together again you know and so I was just like yes and I just you can just feel that like string getting stronger and stronger and like thicker like the more you like read your scriptures and the more you just like pray to him and talk to him throughout your day and just like listen to him and so yeah
1: wow
0: that's that is that's incredible
1: I'm like tearing up that was beautiful
0: so what uh actually let's let's keep on going I want to hear the rest of the experience and then i have a question i want to ask you about it but how was the actual going through the temple and how did you feel you know before
2: after um it was pretty awesome (laughs) i gotta say great um i went through (laughs) and (laughs) there you have it um it was really fun yeah i went through with my parents um and i had some cousins and other family there um Yeah, so I remember being like, I wasn't nervous at all. Like, every person I talked to, they were like, oh, don't be nervous. And I was like, why should I be nervous? You know, (laughs) like, yeah, you know, and every person was like, it's going to be stressful. There are a lot of things to memorize, but it's okay. You don't have to memorize them. (laughs) And I was like, I didn't feel that way. Like I'm like, but thank you. I appreciate it it. I know. And so then I like, we go through and honestly like the initiatories were like my favorite part because it's just like every single part of the temple is just a reminder of how much God loves you Mm -hmm. and like um what he's doing to provide a way for you to come back to him and so I just felt like this like relief and this rush of just love and his compassion on me and his like just like forgiveness and honestly just this the power of the family and like i felt like such a connection to eve Mm -hmm. you know and how how wonderful she is and all that just i just think it's wonderful
0: (laughs) it's really not any other way you can describe the temple. Yeah. Right? Yeah. The temple is wonderful. And that's, I mean, the last five minutes, I've just been reflecting about how much of a blessing the temple really is. And mm-hmm. like you said, getting your, own, getting your own endowment, it's a different time frame for everybody in their mm-hmm. own life. But it is such a blessing once you feel like you're ready and prepared to take out your endowment.
1: I also think, I think all three of us have a very strong testimony of the temple. I think there's a lot of people who listen to us who don't. And I think the biggest, because I, I felt that once in my life, I didn't, I was kind of scared of going to the temple. I, it was just a terrifying experience. Um, like two times, that's about it. But <laughs> those two times is very scary because I'm like, I don't, I hate feeling this way mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the Lord's house. Yeah, And it's very valid that you feel the fear Um, But also The anxiety anxiety behind it Because we don't know what happens inside of it On the Mm -hmm. outside world But like the only Thing that got me Over that was going Mm -hmm. Going, constantly going and Understanding because Somebody told me the other day the only Sometimes the Lord only Reveals things to you in the temple Like he, he can't do it in Any other format, he can't give it to you Any other way and if you want to strengthen your testimony of the temple, go to the temple more often. Mm-hmm.
0: And that testimony that you shared was so beautiful too. About everything in the temple points to how much God loves us, right? Yeah. How much our Heavenly Father and our Savior love us, and they've they've made this plan that we can take out covenants with them mm-hmm. and be in relationship with them, right? That I love the the string that you keep mentioning. Yes. I think that's so beautiful. It is such a great analogy. It really yeah. is. I wanted to ask you. You've talked about, I guess, revelation a little bit and how you ask God things and you receive answers. What is, what is? it's a very personal thing and it's very subjective to every person, but what is revelation to you and what are some things that help you be in a place where you feel like you can receive revelation?
2: Um, that's something I've been thinking about recently, actually. Um, I think... Sometimes, like, I feel like there's always this, like, way that Heavenly Father has spoken to me, and I feel like He still speaks to me the same way, but I think that um, sometimes He doesn't, I mean, I know sometimes He doesn't answer our prayers um, in this time, and it, but He always will eventually, right? Honestly, it's so unclear. I do feel like it's just thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I've... I've been feeling like um, I haven't been doing a good job of, like, hearing him lately. And I'm, like, I'm asking and I'm asking and I'm, as- and I'm asking, like, these questions. And I'm like, But I just can't get a clear answer. It's not like he's not answering me. I just feel like I can't mm-hmm. get a clear idea of what's happening, you know, or what's going on and what he's trying to say. And... Um, but I think it's um, when we're having times like that. I actually just like yesterday it was like a good reminder to me of how, how I hear him because I think that's a really important question. Um, like I guess this connects back to that story of when I was like six years old and it's like we were praying and I just had this thought, right? Oh, I should just go check that, you know? And it's just like it usually doesn't, it's usually just my own thoughts. And so for me, sometimes I'm like, that's just me, you know, being silly. And that's, you know, and I can't decipher if it's my thoughts or Heavenly Father's thoughts. Um, but sorry if this is a little jumbled, but, <laughs> but, um, but just the other day I was like putting on like, I was just like getting ready for the day. And so I was like grabbing a shirt and it was like, it's, like, one of my, like, like, I like that shirt, you know. <laughs> I was, like, this is, one of my, this is one of my favorites. And I was, like, going to put it on. And then I was, like, oh, but maybe I shouldn't because my, uh, I might be going to my, uh, like, my sister's and she has a little baby. And I was, like, maybe I shouldn't wear that today because she might, like, get it ruined. And then I was, like, no, but I'm, like, I'm not going into work today or anything. And they're usually the ones who get it all messy and my, <laughs> And my um, niece, it doesn't really do that either, you know, like, it's it's fine. And then um, I was, like, doing a painting, and <laughs> I got watercolor on it. So it was me. It wasn't even a baby. It was me <laughs> getting a mess on my shirt. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to wash it out, and, like, as I was washing it out, I was like, Oh, my goodness, I totally had a thought <laughs> that I should wear a different shirt or, like, wear, like, this is, I'm wearing my, like, painting smock shirt <laughs> <laughs> right now because <laughs> I was painting earlier too. Um, but but if I had just, like, listened to that thought, and it's such a simple little thing, you know, then I would have not ruined that shirt. And I probably wouldn't have even known that or realized that that was a revelation if I honestly had just chosen a different shirt, you know? Yeah. And I think it's important when we're trying to get these big questions answered to remember that, and just go back to the basics and like listen for those small little things because those build up to be big things.
1: Because mm. your trust or the Lord's trust in you to follow those bigger things right. will be developed when you follow, follow the... more the smaller
2: ones right yeah
0: and I think it's important to to talk about like the gospel is simple Mm -hmm. sometimes we make our lives so complicated and just like you said just get back to the basics can be so refreshing Mm -hmm. so refreshing
1: it is it's true I think sometimes our perspective of the gospel is overwhelming and I think recently I've really had a change in that and I think as we do the little things as we Stop stressing about everything. <laughs> you're fine. Literally, you're fine. Just do what you think you should do. such you know? a good
0: reminder to me right now, honestly. For I, real. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Something that um, I feel like Heavenly Father has tried to teach me a lot is that um, he trusts us in our decisions. Yeah, cause, he does. Because like, I feel like we are all the time like, I'm putting my trust in you, you know? But it's important, and that's really important. We need to put our trust in God. But it's also to, important to remember that He's putting His trust in us here on this earth. Mm-hmm. And He trusts us that when we make a decision, if if we're praying about something and He hasn't made given us a clear response, He trusts us with what we're going to do. Even if it doesn't work out the way that we hope for it to work out, or even if it just doesn't work out at all and it's just like wow that was terrible (laughs) heavenly father trusts us and that those making those decisions are really important for us and he loves us and he wants us to be making decisions because we learn from our failures and we learn from our mistakes Mm,
1: that's powerful
0: dang that's so much gold coming out of this (laughs) i want to ask you as well um so we know that you're dating a really great guy right now with, I guess, what you've gone through in the past with some more like emotionally traumatic experiences with relationships. What kind of gave you the courage to get into a relationship again? That's
2: a good question. That is a very good question. Because that's hard
0: when you've gone through... I mean, dating is hard in general, but especially going through a breakup and a a traumatic breakup, like trying to jump back into a relationship again. What gave you the courage to to do that or to see the good things and trust in a way that you could do that
2: um honestly so the guy i'm dating now i i mean i told i haven't told him like everything but i've like mentioned that it was really hard for me like when we first started dating and how understanding he was with that was like really comforting to me and was like okay this doesn't, you know, it doesn't have to be, like, an all-in thing. He's like, we don't even have to. Like, just it. Just the way he responded, you know, made me feel like I could trust him more than I've been able to trust other people
0: yeah.
2: in my life who have, when I've said things like that, it's like they turn it around on me and have been like, oh, well, like, you're doing this or whatever, you know, and just, like, make me feel like the villain and, like, I'm like, oh, you're right, I am this horrible person, you know, and that's how I felt, you know. I'm like, wow, I'm the worst. I'm like, how, you're right, I'm just like a jerk in all of this, you know. But, like, that's not the case, and it's important for us to choose to be with people who um, help us to see the good of who we are and who also take responsibility and who are understanding of things going on in our lives
1: it sounds like, to me, it's more of the relationship you're in that helped you get into another relationship than
2: anything. Yeah, Like,
1: your ability to trust a new individual Mm -hmm. was what helped you get over not trusting people.
2: Yeah, and honestly, I'm, like, not completely over it, you know? Like, I still have those hard times when I'm, like, I'm having a hard time. Like, even, like, the mention of, like, the other guy's name will like send me into like a panic attack and I like don't trust again. And I'm like, whoa, taking a step back. I can't, I'm freaking out right now and I don't trust anyone, you know. (laughs) And it's like, oh, (laughs) but, but then it's like, I go back and I'm like, okay, I gotta take a breath. And like, yeah, I think it's just choosing people and just like allowing yourself to be with people who, are trustworthy individuals and who are good people. <laughs> that's what you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. We all deserve that. It's,
0: it's that simple. Yeah. Really, it's not complicated. It, I know. <laughs> it's
2: like her simplicity and her answers is like, duh. I'm like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it wasn't that hard.
0: Like, what kind of question is that? <laughs> 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 no, I love it. I love it. It really is so simple. Find people that, you enjoy being around. That makes you want to be a better person. I agree.
2: Mm-hmm. I
0: agree. I love
2: yeah. that. I think that's um an interesting thing to say because, like, I mean, okay, so the person that I was, like, that has caused all these troubles, they were a person where it was, like, I would enjoy being with them sometimes, and then the other times it was just, like, mass chaos, and it was horrible, <laughs> right? And so it's, like, but in my family, was they were like, sometimes you say these things where we feel like you're not enjoying your time with him. I'm like, no, but I do sometimes, you know? <laughs> and so it's like...
0: And they're like, yeah, that's what we just said. Yeah, <laughs> for real. <laughs> Legit.
2: <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, if you... I like, okay, so I wrote a journal of things that were happening because I was like, I just forget... And I know, like, in those kinds of relationships, I'm going to call them manipulative relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like the reason that they're so manipulative is because they're kind to you and they're kind to you. And then they're, like, awful. They're so bad, right? They're so bad for you and super unkind and just, like, kind of destroying your life. But then they like bring back little nuggets of kindness, you know, and that's what's like brings you back. And you're like, oh, and it's like that forgiving nature. You want to be Mm -hmm. Christ-like. But it's like Christ wouldn't let somebody do that to him because he knows that like that's not what God wants for him, you know. And so it's important to recognize, no, God wants me to be happy all the time. I don't deserve that, you know. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want me to just be happy sometimes. I should choose somebody who brings me joy all the time yeah you know
1: sort kind of like instead of anxiety and chaos I think when you know that you're in a good relationship is when it's peaceful yeah you're not worried about oh does she like me oh does she like me? right you know? yeah you just kind of chill about each stage of it you're yeah not stressing
2: you're mm-hmm. just
1: kind of like eh? happens It happens you know peace mm-hmm. peace is the best way I can describe a healthy relationship
0: yeah. Shout out to Calyx and Joe. That's what they said over mm-hmm. and over again in their episode. <laughs> <showed it. laughs> just peace within it. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Well
1: should we ask our last
0: question? Let's well, ask the last mm-hmm. question. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> so we always
1: end our episode with this question just from okay. what we've learned from everything and what you've learned from what you've told us. Okay. What is one thing specifically that you wanna highlight that you wanna bring into the light? Um, for those who are in your situation or who have gone through similar situations. What's just one thing that you would want them to take away?
2: Rely on the people around you and rely on God. Because I know that I couldn't have gotten out of the situation I was in without having such an amazing like support system. Mm-hmm. Like just the friends that I had with me there became like family. Yeah. And... And I think all the time we, we rely on God, and I think it's important to rely on God and keep relying on God, but to recognize that the, the support of uh, people around us are like God's angels because God sends living angels to minister to us and to love us and support us in our lives. And so we need to recognize that and allow them to minister to us and support us and lift us up.
1: Well said. I love that. I good. love that. <laughs> that was so Sorry,
0: weird. one last question. I have one last question <laughs> yeah. for Bethany. What about when it comes to living uh, a healthy life, a happy life? What What is one piece of advice that you'd want to give to anyone that wants to be a little bit happier, that wants to feel a little bit more, a little closer to God?
2: Just pray to Him and ask Him to remind you of His love for you because... We're all happier people when we feel God's love for us.
1: Mm, that's facts. That was really well said.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really have anything else to say besides I want to go back and re-listen to this, and kind of <laughs> take out those little nuggets. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Bethany. For real.
1: Thank, Thank
2: you, you for, for having
0: me.
1: <laughs> on. Seriously, this took a lot of courage and out of your comfort zone. So we really appreciate you trusting
0: and us. And it's so many people take so many good things out of it for real
1: you guys are the sweetness we're excited, we're excited. <laughs> well y'all thank you for listening to our episode this week um follow us on instagram send us an email into the light 5024 at gmail yes sir <laughs> hey, <Aaron. laughs>
0: no that's that's it thanks so much for listening uh, <laughs> We hope you have an amazing week, and we love you all so much. Keep smiling, y'all. Keep smiling, like <laughs> Bethany.
1: Like <laughs> Bethany. Have a good one, y'all.
0: See ya. Bye.